Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome to Getting Unstuck and Thriving at 60. I am Wendy B. I support women when facing adversity to reclaim their power, bringing them more clarity, confidence, and joy. I also share my 40 years experience of being a successful entrepreneur while raising two children who are now adults. You can go to my webpage, wendybergen.com, and a book a discovery session to move you forward if that's something you want to do. It's a complimentary. I'm also an international renowned transformational solution coach, author, motivational speaker, podcaster. I'm a certified Reclaim Your Power workshop leader, and I'll share a bit more about that at some time on a podcast. I'm a transformational coach, transforming your perception of yourself and others one conversation at a time. And I invite you to dare, dream, dance, smile, and sing loudly. Confidence is key. Once you have that, you are an unstoppable force. So today I'd like to talk about five guides to communicating. I've been having some breakdowns, breakthroughs, but breakdowns around communication. And these are so simple. It's uh, from the dilemma of the alcoholic marriage. It's the Al-Anon literature. It's, it's, hard, it's one of the books that my sponsor, God bless her, my first sponsor who has passed on the last 15 years. She used to get me to read this book at least once a year and I've forgotten. But um, five guidelines to communication. And the first guide is discuss, don't attack. You know, she shares about when her husband was still drinking, this rule saved lots of fights, which could only make things worse. But when he was sober and real personality problems came into focus, she certainly needed this rule. And she goes on to say the sober alcoholic is overly sensitive to criticism. Well, I say most people are very sensitive to criticism and their self-esteem is quite fragile. And lots of times people are braced for rejection when it isn't even intended. So anything that I might say that seems critical to a person would make them react emotionally and defensive. And I find that sometimes when I'm sharing with my children got to remember they're very sensitive even if their behavior is inappropriate they're really you know they're not secure within themselves sometimes if I have a grievance I should just tell them about it and if it's just a minor irritation and it still bothers me 
I need to say, I know this is petty, but it gets in gets to me somehow. So I thought you'd want me to tell you about it. Isn't that a better way to communicate? And I was just thinking, you know, at, in any relationship, but particular marriage, because we do get pretty sensitive in marriage, but in, in any relationship, disgust don't attack. And if anybody's like me, sometimes I wait until I'm being Canadian. I wait and wait and just let it go, let it go. And then I then I get really annoyed. And that doesn't work either. If you discuss and not attack and you do it on a regular basis, then things don't build up. And number two, keep the voice low and pleasant. I have a challenging time to keep my voice low and pleasant. I'm intense and I'm passionate and I speak loudly. In fact, I've had people say, you're yelling. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just being intense. So I really have to watch that. I don't know about you guys. When feelings run high, voices get high. And then there's trouble. There's a saying like when voices run high, the brain goes out the window, reasoning goes out the window. If something I say gets a loud voice reaction, I can just leave the room or, and that can make people angry, but just my head of time say, you know, if your voice is going to raise and you're going to yell, I'm going to leave the room. Let them know ahead of time and let them know in a low voice that shouting days are over. And if you read this book, The Dilemma of the Alcoholic Marriage, it's pretty powerful how she shares that when she first started doing that with her husband, it made him more angry and uh, he'd follow and yell and say, don't you dare walk out of the room. I remember when I was married to my former husband, who's a recovering alcoholic, he used to yell and scream and I'd hide in the bathroom <laughs> and just read some novels. I always kept some romantic novels in there until he wound down. And then it says, stick to the subject. Uh, that's your third key to communication. I can find myself frequently not sticking to the subject because, you know, so often they've not, <laughs> my kids or someone hasn't given me enough time to speak, so uh, I'll go on a, a rant about many things. So I've had to learn to stick to the subject. Have you ever started to tell someone something and it seems you use that opportunity to list 10 other things? It really doesn't work. One thing at a time is sufficient. And if you don't do one thing at a time, you can confuse the issue and then end up fighting about your Auntie Mary or your grandmother or something. <laughs> Stick to the subject. And then the fourth key is listen. Don't make demands. Listen to the person's complaint. When it's your turn to be on the receiving end of a complaint, Keep yourself receptive to what someone is saying. And you need to remind yourself that you want to be cool-headed, open-minded, and reasonable. Maybe they're telling you something you need to know that will make you a better person or a better teacher or a better guide. I had an incident where I was sharing with a person who I've paid for their course and they're to teach me how to do something and their teaching methods are really lacking and I could have maybe 
I used this a little bit more in me trying to explain what was missing. <laughs> Anyways, it worked out, but I, I could have done it a little bit more diplomatically. And then don't make demands. That's the fifth key. Just state the case without telling them how I or you think that it should be resolved. If they want to do something about it, they're free to work out a solution on their own. And if they don't, telling them what to do would be arguing about a solution instead of discussing the problem. By leaving the choice up to them, the door is open for a mutual coming to terms with the problem. And I think that's the hardest thing to overcome is me thinking that my way is the only right way. I don't know if you have that problem, but sometimes I do. So <laughs> I sometimes can be so righteously good, I'm no earthly good. The five keys to communication are discuss, don't attack, keep your voice low and pleasant, stick to the subject, listen to their complaint, and don't make demands. And I'm just going to leave that at that. And I think I'm going to share a little bit more next week on different manners of communication that we can have. I mean, there's many, but uh, this book, this book, The Dilemma of the Alcoholic Marriage, I think everybody, whether they're in an alcoholic relationship or not, they could read this and get a lot of value. Thank you for listening to Wendy B. I support women when facing adversity to reclaim their power, bring them more clarity, confidence, and joy. I've written a best-selling book called Getting Unstuck, 30 Ways to Turn Your Limiting Barriers into Clarity, Freedom, and Power. You can get that on Amazon in paperback or digital, but you can also get it on digital on Tolino, Kobo, Apple, Barnes & Noble, Overdrive, and 24 Symbols. Thank you for joining us on this podcast, Thriving at 60 and Getting Unstuck with Wendy B. Looking forward to speaking with you shortly or next week. I'm going to, my commitment is to do four podcasts a month and I've been sadly lacking in that in months and months and months. I'm grateful when I get one or two out, so now I'm going to stretch it a little. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Let's get you unstuck and thriving. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email wendyb at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.